Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Handmade Hangouts, episode two, or part two. What up, what, what up, up, what up, what up? How's everyone doing? Good. <laughs> Good. Good. How's the class doing today? Good. Good. Um, Good morning, Mr. Tucker. <laughs> um, so Josh got his stitches out this week. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's it's um it's actually looking really good. It kind of just looks like a scrape now. Look at it. Pretty good. That's not bad. Yeah. You let me pull off some of the dead skin yesterday. So I'm gonna <laughs> save it for us. Maybe don't, I'll bring it in next don't week. Say that on the podcast. <laughs> That's gross. I just wanna let you know that the memory still remains, even though the scar will fade. Oh Scrapbook it. Something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Keep it in his journal <laughs> on this day. Uh September tenth. 2020, Josh let me pull off his dead skin. Mm. We, are off, <laughs> we are off to a brilliant start. Today. All right. Um, why don't you, you know, tell everyone how you've become oh, a ur- like an urgent care regular. Okay. So, okay. So we moved to LA, right? Going really good. I'm just not meant to be a handyman. So th- the issue is a lot of things moving around. I maybe I'm not meant to be in this climate. I get a rash on my face. Okay, allergic reaction. Got to go to urgent care. At least I know where it is now. And then after that, I have this whole incident with a knife on my finger and have to go to urgent care again. Now I've gone the third time getting stitches removed. They know my name there. <laughs> you know what's funny too? I well, I think just like for the sake of people who actually listen is that they need to know how bad you are with knives. I never learned. You never learned how to use a knife. Mason and I were working on the fireplace, just like cleaning it up. And Making it pretty. Yeah. And Josh is like, oh, I'll take a knife to the, the painted window so it opens, right? Gotta get the paint off. Gotta get the paint off. And before he even starts, we were like, oh, don't cut yourself. I knew going into, I felt like I was going to cut myself. Like, it was like that moment where you're like, this is just hard to do. Yeah. Like, this is a hard task. <laughs> when Ma- when you left for urgent care, Mason fully goes, I saw how he was doing it, and I couldn't watch because I go, he's going to cut himself. And so Mason's like, I purposely just didn't look. <laughs> also, I love how you let us know, too. You just kind of like, you just kind of, you were cutting the window, mind your own business. Everyone's in their own little world. You walk off to the bathroom. You come back holding your hand and like blood dripping down. You go, and I cut myself. <laughs> and we're all like, we're all like, we'll go somewhere else. <laughs> it was dripping on the floor. Your blood was dripping on the floor. And I was like, like why did you come out here then? And I, cut I was myself. honestly partially in panic. Like I was just pacing back and forth. Like what happens now? You know what I thought it was? I thought you were embarrassed and you didn't want to tell us. So you were like, oh, I'm going to go hide it. And hopefully they won't notice that I cut myself by accident. How many stitches did you get? It was five stitches. It 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 went really like I really carved my finger. Like it wasn't a straight cut. No, he there carved was some it. artistry involved. Yes, it's, um, it, it has a little. It has a little S curve to it. Josh's artistic. As touch. as they were stitching it, they they were like, it won't stop bleeding, and so, <laughs> so they just kept like putting stitches in between the other one. It was a whole big thing. It was funny too because his mom was still here when this happened, right? And we're like standing over the sink together, and I was like, "Hey, Josh, will you just like pull it a little so I can see how deep it is?" And he pulled it, and I was like, well, you're going to need stitches. <laughs> and his mom's like, no, I don't think so. I'm like, Joyce, 
He's gonna need stitches. That's yeah. bad. Cause it like it it literally does wrap around your finger a bit. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But yeah, now they know your name at urgent care. So like, you know, if you ever need anything. Tanya there is amazing. <laughs> yeah, guys, check out Tanya at Urgent Care. <laughs> Shout out to she'll, Tanya. She'll at stitch Urgent you up Care? real good. Did you figure out how you got that rash? Uh, uh no, I still have no idea. It could be an environmental thing. It could be just the sun. Maybe I'm just meant to be in the basement. Mm. You know knows? what? When we did move here, we had that like yeah, ozone. Crazy, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there was like warnings. Exposure. Yeah, there was warnings not to go outside. What was it, like 120 degrees one day? My car said 123 mm-hmm. when I got out of and work then, one day. And, like, the weather app was saying uh, unsafe air quality. Yeah. So I stayed inside. Yeah. yeah. I remember there was one particular day that I was, like, out doing a bunch of errands, and it was, like, right before I got the rash. So And it was, like, one of those days where it was unsafe. Uh, to be outside because it was so hot and like, yeah. could have just been that. Could have just been that, and my skin was just. We'll like, never know. No, we'll never know. Yeah, I mean that's why I fully was like, oh, it looks like heat rash, but like it's so hard to know because I feel like heat rash comes on like right after you're out in the heat, like literally right after or during. Yeah. But well, speaking of hot things, you guys went to the zoo today. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, how it was, was very that? Hot at the <laughs> it was sw- I was sweaty. <laughs> we were pretty yeah. sweaty. But it was, I, I love the zoo. The zoo is incredible. And can we, can we just mention, we knew we would love the zoo so much. We, we got, um, memberships to the LA zoo months before we moved here. The family plus pack. We had the family plus. So it was like, it was a, it was a grand experience. No Mm -hmm. lines, walk right in. We got a guest pass for you, Amin, when you want to come. I kind of missed out, but that's fine. You can come next time. We can go anytime. Um, it was great. I mean, they they have they have the setup so there's a really long line at the front where like m- the majority of the people go in. Then we got the, the members section, and we walked right walked right in. in. And and I just showed I just showed the card. Yeah. Bam. Beep. Nothing. We right. walk right in. Yeah. They didn't even check our name. It's amazing. And with with our pass, we are also board members to the LA Zoo. Yeah. Which means we get to go to board meetings. Yeah. We own this place. Yeah. And we get uh, 10% off food there. 10% yeah. off food. Free safari rides. Yeah. It's great. Josh, D- what was your favorite exhibit? Um, and why? What made me the most excited was the flamingos. Dude, the flamingos. You, I mean, do you understand, like, what flamingos are? Like, I didn't understand that, like, all the things that, do you know they what sleep on special. one on one leg? They're like standing up. Yeah, they yeah. stand up. They got their they one in. their one backwards knee, uh-huh. their weird bent beak, and they just curl their neck into a ball it's and weird. like rest on their own back. It's pretty crazy stuff. Who designed that? You know what it made it <laughs> I think even more wild too, like that exhibit specifically, was you were maybe a foot away from them. I could have just reached in and touched it with ease. Like, my first joke was like, oh, if I put my hand out there, you know that thing would bite it right now. It was (laughs) eye on me. Pretty much all the exhibits, I I was kept feeling like, why are we this close to these animals? Like, all of them were were made, like, you're, for the most part, five to six feet away from being in the exhibit. That was another joke I made. I was like, I'm a member. Don't worry, everyone. As I jump (laughs) into the exhibit. Flamingos are my favorite too. If you, I didn't know if you're gonna go around. I was gonna go. around. You're gonna go around. I'm gonna skip 
Skip Tucker, flamingos were my favorite. That blew my mind. Yeah. I'll have pictures. I'll show you later. Are they bigger than you expected? Like, are they like this tall? Some of them are really tall. So they're oh, yeah. really tall. I'll put it. Types. I'll put in my pictures like right now, like in the YouTube video. Nice. Oh, I'll nice. put the pictures in. I'm glad you took pictures. Um, there's Chilean flamingos, which are the bigger ones, I yeah, believe, and they're like white. They're more white than pink. Yeah, and then there's the super pink ones. the greater flamingo, which are the very very dark pink ones. Your lawn flamingo, if you will. Yes. Um, those are slightly smaller. They're not like significantly smaller. Really vibrant, but colors, very, so. very bright. That's Sounds why I cool. learned. Did you have a favorite? Um, my favorite was the gorilla. Mm, yeah, because yeah. they had a baby at the the zoo today, like yeah. a baby gorilla. Also, we were talking about how human they are, and it's just like it's mind crazy. blowing. There was one gorilla family that was at the zoo today, where there was a little baby gorilla and like a mom and a dad and it was crazy to see that the like the way that they cared for the baby like they are like so much like humans it's insane like i've never i've never actually seen a gorilla exhibit before but it was like it was crazy yeah like when there was a whole like crowd of people looking at this family of gorillas right and it felt like the dad gorilla was like, all right, enough of this. And he like got up and like nudged the mom and like the mom picked up the baby and like they just turned their backs towards everyone and just like sat back down. Mm-hmm. And they were like, we've had enough. And they were like, all right, everyone go away. It was weird. It actually, and- truthfully, it made me think like, we shouldn't really have these in zoos. This feels wrong. Yeah, they're like, they're, they're like, like not, they're very much like humans. They're like one turn away from being a human. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of it's kind of spooky actually when you like really think about it. Um, they're like all they have all like their own different names and like they all like look significantly different. Yeah, dude, that was probably my favorite exhibit. Just because it's so weird to see how human they are for being animals. We're animals, <laughs> deep. Um, but yeah, that was probably my favorite part. Wish you could have come. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, what'd you guys eat there? We that? all got chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yeah, we all got chicken they were tenders. Solid nuggets. They were solid. They were actually not bad. Pretty good, pretty yeah. Good. You know the crazy part? A water was like half the price of yeah. the chicken tenders. How much was water? Four dollars. Yeah. Wow. Is that with your discount? Yes, that's with our discount. Oh, wow. So, um, LA Zoo, um, as a board member, uh, <laughs> please, <laughs> please reduce the price. As a stockholder. Actually, great pricing. I you guys say, are making bank. We did get to eat at the greatest spot because it was like right next to the giraffes. So we could just eat and just hang out next to some giraffes. It was a great awesome. place. I want to go cool. there now. Hmm? Really we'll go next week. There. Yeah, we didn't even do half the zoo. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's we a, only did the left half. Zoo. It's a very big zoo. Cool. Like we can just come back. It was also members. hot. It was hot it was today. Hot. Yeah, it was really hot. I would uh, love to do the safari. The safari goes all the way around it, and you see like basically the backside of every exhibit where it's completely open. It's really cool. So we'll go next week with you. Take you on a safari. Get on that safari ride. Yes, sir. Free zoo trip. How does that sound to mean? That was pretty great. Nice, <laughs> nice. But yeah, dude, I didn't know we would be members when we moved here. Mm-hmm. Well. I did because we got our membership before we moved here. I didn't know that we were going to be able to go to the zoo. This yeah, early. they I'm just opened. It's open. They just opened like a week or two recently. I don't know when. We recently. tried to go last week. 
when uh the day before we filmed the first podcast but um you have to like sign up for a time a week, like a week in advance yeah i mean uh tell us why you couldn't go what was your well um i pretty much just had a job interview it went pretty well uh that's pretty much it honestly i was really close to ditching the job interview and going to the zoo I, I considered he kept, he kept it mentioning heavily. that on, on the way over. And there. I was like, all right, what, you know, what if I just went to the zoo? You know, like, I just started making excuses in my head, like, oh, they'll give me another one. They'll give me another <laughs> interview. It'll happen again. Right. And then, you know, obviously I decided. It's okay. I get just it. Just do the listen, interview. Listen, it's okay. We're members. You're members. We can go every day. Any single. Want. I wonder how many times you guys will actually go. I, based on today, <laughs> I think I'll probably go. Two, three more times by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Maybe more. Maybe more. At least two to three times. Technically, though. with the three, if all three of us go twice, then it pays for the membership. So okay. it's kind of like... If you, you have to go at If least. you go more than two times, solid. Yep. Cool. Speaking of day jobs, um, how's yours? You want to talk about haters real, real quick? Haters. Haters. You want to talk about haters? We got our first like real oh, hate. Oh comment. my god, we're talking about. <laughs> oh, oh, I yeah. feel like this is too funny gotta, to yeah, not talk about. You gotta read about. this out. You gotta read this. Okay, out. so first off, we came out with extraordinary like on Friday, right? Last Friday. Yes. Um, and as soon as we posted it, within like an hour of us posting about it on Facebook, this dude comments, "Quote: Wait, wait, should I set the scene of this profile? Yes. Shirtless profile picture with like." Rock hard at, abs. Rock hard abs. Like the V that goes down into like the crotch. Right. It's Dick sexy. Um, <laughs> I like what... <laughs> Literally a highway to your genitals. Yes, like- exactly. <laughs> it's just like a super aggressive. I... I w- <laughs> All right. <laughs> Quote, a highway. Um, read this off. Read this off. Okay, so I go to his profile first off because I was like, who is this? You want to see more of this sexy man? I want to... Exactly. That sense, That's yeah. what it is. I'm like, who is this man? Um, all of his friends are like porn accounts. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. And then his job, his job What's his says job? he I works as he works at Atlantic Records. Ooh. So I was oh. like, oh, okay. Oh, wow. Cool. Interesting. His bio is nice guy. That's the first sentence, okay? I like it. Nice guy. And then it's like car lover, Debatable, music lover. First of all. Well, yes, but let me get to that part. Nice guy. This is the comment he decided to leave on our post. This song is terrible. Give it up. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't have the songs to make it. Not one good writer in the band. You've wasted a move to Los Angeles thinking you're going to make it. LOL. It's never going to happen. Time to get day jobs. Beautiful. So, anyway, so I've been looking at day jobs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> wait, wait, this is, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, first off, we've all had day jobs. Literally, yeah. I don't, if there has been a musician that hasn't had a day job, they have been so lucky to, like, be in that position to not have to have a day job. That means that yeah. either someone is supporting them or they're making enough, mu- like, money from their music to get by. But it's usually the first of those things. Like off at least off the bat, yeah, off the bat, someone is helping support them. Um, so I work at a coffee shop. I've worked at a coffee shop for so long. 
Um, You've been working at a coffee shop since like high school. Since high school, I have. Um, different coffee shops. Different coffee shops, of course. And it's really interesting because the place I work, a lot of famous people come to. So it's really like, I'm trying to just like say this and not be like rude to other people who work in coffee shops because it's not like it's like demeaning to work in a coffee shop because I think it's fine, but it sucks to see all these like super successful and like famous people come get coffee and like me making their drink being like, I wish I was just like on the other side of the counter. Like I'm doing what they're doing in a sense, but not at that level yet. Like my coworkers were saying like Halsey comes in and like Camila Cabello or Cabello or Cabello. I don't don't know how to say her last name. Cabello. 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 Is it Cabello? Is it Cabello or Cabello? I think it's Cabello. It's two L's, so that would make sense, right? Cabello. Um, but like they were like, yeah, they used to come in all the time. And I was like, wow, I'm making their drinks, dude. Like it's, it's it just feels like a little demeaning because yeah. like I'd love to be the getting. person getting coffee, like being able to afford that coffee every day. <laughs> Instead, I get it free. So what's up, Halsey? Oh Come at me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what are you guys looking at? Um, I, I, I've found various jobs, none of which have accepted me or I have not applied to yet. So we're working on it. Are you working on it? Yeah, I'm working on it. Oh, you're working on it. Oh, you're working on it. I'm working on it. Hold on. Let's go back for a moment. Let's go back. All right. Let's not go back. Out him. I'm about to out him because this annoyed the shit out of me the other night. I I walk in and he first off he's playing Call of Duty. Okay, that's I'm playing not why. Warzone and I'm back. winning. Sure, oh whatever. You, you're winning Warzone, but this man, this man. Yo, is I'm gonna get the, ahead of this. I'm no, 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 no. It no, was no. just a cover letter. Stop. I don't write. Wait, it doesn't let him matter. Let him yeah, finish. let me finish. This is, just, this is embarrassing for right, you. Yeah, yeah. His mom is on the phone with him going, okay, I wrote your cover letter. Yeah, yes, this mom wrote his cover letter. His mom wrote his cover letter for him to a company because his dumb ass is playing video games. And hey, she's like, Mason, squad did you read? No, 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 shut up. Help, shut up, shut you gotta up, be there. shut up. I would be there for any one of you. No, you would not write our cover letters because you'd be fucking no, playing video games. No, I would games. play Warzone with anyone. <laughs> I would mom, put my cover letter off for every single one of you. This isn't the uh, worst part. I care. This isn't the worst part of the story. The worst part is his mom's trying to be like, "Hey, did you like read the cover letter I sent?" And he keeps putting her on mute and screaming at the other players he's playing against, going Dude, like, "Screw I get, you! I get so, you guys suck!" I get as, so, as his mom's on mute, I get so being, mad. As his mom's on mute, being like. Hey, like, did you read the joke I put in there? I thought it was pretty clever. Let's actually, no, let's actually talk oh, talk about Mason's um, addiction to video games and the way he... I've been having a really <laughs> good time the last couple weeks. Here's the thing. I really enjoy video games. I like playing them. I also feel like I get slightly aggressive when I play them. You're a different level. I take you it to are insane. I put on it's a gross. whole nother persona. Anytime I have like anyone on the phone, like I'm talking to, I just hear from like the back, like, no, <laughs> out, out yeah, of the room. Yeah, that's it. And it's that's just, it. That's it. And people are just like, what was, what was that? <laughs> and I was like, that's just, that's my buddy Mason. He, he gets really into video games. Oh my games. God. There was this one time. I don't know if you've heard this story. 
we're in we're back in our old apartment oh. let me just say thin walls we have yeah. thin walls like you could hear like if i'm talking this loud in my room tucker could hear it, you know i can fully hear a conversation so i'm playing games in my room i got my headphones on i'm playing um some game i don't remember probably cod and um tucker with un unknown to me tucker's on a meeting with his boss in his room yeah so this was a no, no no not just with like a coffee shop or anything this is with my like boss through the school like my tutoring boss so like we're doing a like a supervisor like check-in just making sure all my like the people i supervise are good like my sessions are going well like how i'm doing because like corona just hit and she was like checking in to make sure we're okay and like this was like a mental and emotional check-in right and like it kind of got sad because like we were talking about like the future of the music industry and like what we're gonna do and like how like <laughs> anyways i'm in my room i scream suck my balls <laughs> and, and tucker's tucker's boss on the phone on the other end is like what was that and i i go oh you you heard that and she's like <laughs> and she's just like trying not to laugh like and then we we both i was just like i am so sorry <laughs> i was like my roommate is playing video games <laughs> and she's like yeah i understand and i was like <coughs> do you and i was like i'm so i'm so sorry it was so awkward and then i walked into mason's room after i was like mason <laughs> my boss i laughed so hard that was the funniest thing to me and still is you didn't care at all you just laugh i mean here's the thing once i was off the phone with my boss i was like yeah. that's funny like yeah i only work for her for a few more weeks like haha but like while i was on the phone i was like i'm gonna kill him i'm gonna walk in his room and i'm gonna choke him out <laughs> I think the times, only video game I've like seriously played was um, Restaurant Tycoon. What? And that was a couple months ago on Roblox. Do you guys know what <laughs> Roblox is? Bro. Yeah. It's all Bro. rage. All you the you, you should play with my you know kinda. on what? I'm I'm on, on my computer. On your computer? Yeah. Dude. My MacBook, dude. What? Restaurant Tycoon. My restaurant is sick. You guys you, can bond over this, I think. Amin, you are an enigma. <laughs> <laughs> So, anyways, I put I pretty much finished the game in like two days, yeah. but um, I like it's maxed. meant for children. All right, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't. I'm not judging. I'm not judging. Look, um, I maxed out all like the things that you could buy. I have a drive-through. I have two floors, and my second floor is all glass. Okay, so if you're on like the, the ground floor, is glass. Yeah, the ground is glass. You you can look okay. down. Think about it. All right. Anyway, so yeah, nice. <laughs> I I also like those like restaurant games. I don't know what it is about it. I remember like when we were recording the very first EP. Yep. Like when we were recording, That's like all you did like hey, guitar or something. I'm sitting there hamburgers. playing a uh, uh, Papa's Pancakeria. Oh my god. On my the on my whole computer. Time. While we were like recording anything I but guitar. I got to like the very end of the game, dude. I blasted through that. Thing. Yeah. While we were like recording anything but guitar, Mason would be on his laptop playing Papa's Pancakeria. And Nathan, when he it. was in the band, he was playing Fortnite. Yeah, he was playing <laughs> Fortnite on his computer. Because that was when it was like really popular. That was right, yeah. Um, yeah, people were just playing video games like anytime they weren't recording. What a weird time. Wow. You should try Papa's pancake. I want to go back a little bit. I want to ask Josh a question. Okay. So 
back to this hater dude really quickly. I don't want to give <laughs> okay. him like the time oh, yeah, of day. Yeah, yeah. I don't want you know whatever. But do you when you like see something like that, right? Uh-huh. And you're kind of aware, like everyone, you know, haters are everywhere. Whatever, like it's a very typical thing for any artist or anyone that's like getting any sort of notoriety. Right? Yeah. Does it affect you at all? Like, did you read that? And like, obviously, we're laughing about it, but did you like get hurt inside at all? No, because I think it's just so it's so over the top. It's so like ridiculous that it's like it's just really funny to me. It also takes like a certain type of like person and like they have to go through something so crazy to like need to post that. He he posted a paragraph like like that was thought out. And (laughs) but this isn't. Correct me if I'm wrong. This isn't the first time he's done that, right? No. Okay. So oh, this. Oh, oh no, yeah. This no, guy no. is hilarious. <laughs> this man, since we have posted through you, has commented on every single thing. So I know he's listening. That means he's taking the time out of his day to listen yeah. to every single song we've ever posted. Okay. Now, from my point of view, the f- I remember when we posted through you, he was super offensive and like vulgar about it because he was like calling us names and like it wasn't just like oh you guys aren't good it was like it was just offensive um but it's gotten to a point where when i read that one it wasn't that like it affected me in a way where i was like oh like i'm i'm going to stop writing now it was like um, come on what what are you trying to time out that's the 30 minutes i got to go uh, s- reset the camera okay so I wasn't offended by what he posted. There's a little part of me that was like, "Oh, like that sucks. <laughs> but then I thought, I was like, this man, okay, let me start from the top. Go for it. When I see a really bad music video or a really bad video on YouTube where I'm like, wow, that was terrible, there's never been a bone in my body where I'm like, I'm going to let these people know. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I've never once been like, I should tell them how bad this is. Never. At the very, like, if it's really bad, maybe you hit the dislike nope. button on YouTube. I've but never disliked the video. farthest extent I would ever go. I have never. Usually hit... I just swipe off. Yeah. If yeah. I don't like something, I just exit. Yeah. Like, you took the time out of your day, bud. To not only listen to our song, but also you knew we moved out to LA. You like following the full story. Yeah. He's like, he's and like, he, after he didn't like the first one, he's going and listening to the next one. He's like, all right, maybe this one will be good. No, it's not. <laughs> I don't approve. So, like, my thing is like, he is go like, whoever it is, is going for our throats because they're trying to be like, I hope you never make it. Yeah. Oh, and if if he's listening, please leave leave another one in the comments of this video. I'd, I'd <laughs> yeah, you're that. hilarious, dude. Yeah, please. The whole scenario is hilarious. Yeah. Like, also, um, your like fake Facebook profile with all your porn friends, dude. That doesn't look good, bud. If you work for Atlantic Records and they find that thing, <laughs> oof, you're gonna get fired. Unless he, if he works in porn, then he he has a great. <laughs> Thank Great God. job. Yeah, seriously. Lots of good friends. Great abs. I wish I had those abs. I will Me say. too, dude. Good work on those. You've been working out? <laughs> Send me your regiment in the comments. Comment on here. <laughs> yeah, um, but that was really the only like super, super hate comment we've gotten. Because I think we facilitate a vibe that's very like welcoming and like fun and lighthearted and like we don't. Like, there's no reason to really hate on us. 
we don't give people not like the music yeah exactly but like if you're gonna hate on us as people it's just like what are you going for what are you going for like our whole aesthetic as a band is just like welcoming (laughs) hi there (laughs) and and you're like you guys are the worst ouch (laughs) ouch that kind of hurt hey bro that's not cool hey bud you okay over there Anyway, um, what else happened? Where are we going from here? We were going through our day jobs. Oh, oh yes. Okay. Speaking of haters. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh yeah, we went through Mason's uh, journey <laughs> through his um, mom writing his cover letters and yeah. his gaming thing. <laughs> you wait, wait. Did you go through your job? What it was? No. So I've done a bunch of random stuff since I've graduated Berkeley. Um, essentially, I've worked at School of Rock. I was a barista like Tucker, except I'm probably a lot worse at being a barista. But he has some good latte art. At least yes, you sir. got that, right? I Get can, a swan I can, in your cup. Uh, I can do a couple lopsided hearts and stuff. Um, other than that, my job that I apply, I actually got a job at Starbucks that I'm about to quit without doing any shifts yet because I got another job. Uh, Doing uh, cold calls. <laughs> so you might, you might get a call from marketer, everyone. <laughs> so you might get a call from me. And so pretty much the I basically chose it over Starbucks because it was a sit-down job instead of a stand-up job. And so I figured that. Amin had a craving for, for being the guy that everyone hates. Yeah. Yeah. Are, yeah. You, are you worried about uh, just getting yelled at on the phone? Oh, all it's day? all right. It's all good. I feel like if I work at Starbucks, I'm going to get yelled at anyways. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, 100%. Amin and I had a very short conversation where he was like, yeah, like I applied at Starbucks. Like, and he, I think you asked if it was bad. And I was yeah. like, I don't think that Starbucks, like as a place of employment is bad. I think customers yeah. can be I think, really rude. I think Starbucks is like known for treating their employees really, Great really well. Great benefits. It's like Target. Yeah, it's like Target. Um, I think the people who, or really the quantity of people that go to Starbucks, especially in Los Angeles, is going to be your downfall where like you're just going to be treated awfully mm-hmm. on a day-to-day. So, can I say okay, wait, maybe this is offensive. No, we'll go for it anyway. Um, <laughs> so, great filter on that one. No, yeah, 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 I really thought about it for a long time. Yeah, we can um, cut it in post. Yeah, so I've worked in coffee for a really long time, okay? And day jobs can be really like taxing and just like brutal, right? But it always I think for me, it always depends on the people that come in, right? And the people you work with. Luckily for me right now, the people I work with, fantastic. Like, genuinely incredible. Shut up. Yeah. Well, that is that is a really important thing. Like, the last place I worked also had incredible, like, coworkers. Um, but the people I work with now are also great. But customers are what, m- like, truly make or breaks a job if you're working in service industry. So, like, tips... The way they greet you in the morning, like, you know, if things get messed up, the way they handle that, like, that kind of stuff. Um, Los Angeles, <laughs> compared to any place I've ever worked, has been the most polarizing group of people. So you have, like, the super nice group of people that are, like, your regulars that come in every day that are super sweet and, like, um, like once a week, they'll leave like a $10, $20 tip. Those are great people. Love them. Incredible. They care about us. 
like they they want to know how we're doing and like they'll bring us like free wine and stuff like this right super cool and then there's the opposite of that which like they'll come up to the door and like we're doing no um contact service right now right pandemic so when they come up to the door we'll like tell them from the bar we're like hey download our app the barcode's on the door if you scan that you get a 450 credit and you that basically is a free coffee before I'll finish that spiel, they'll fully like wave their hand in the air and go, forget it and walk away. And I'm like, whoa, what? Like, or I'll be like, yeah, everything's on. Like, and before I can finish the word online, they're just like, ugh, and walk away. And I'm like, <laughs> fully someone made that noise at me the other day. And I was like, whoa. And I think it ruined my day. I was like, why? You could have just been like, okay, thank you. And then walked away. Could have been that easy, dude. Blech. Blech. They, Blech. they want you to. They Online? want you to know. Ugh. Yeah, they, it's not a particularly easy sound to make either. Yeah. yeah, like it's more effort than saying like, "All right, thanks." I think rage <laughs> overtook their ability to speak, and that's what came out. Dude, and let me tell you how quick an app downloads these days. This app is like maybe a few megabytes. Download it. You get a free coffee. <laughs> like, you got mad at me before I could even tell you that. Or if someone's rude, I just won't even tell them. I just fully will be like, okay, <laughs> bye, have a great day. But yeah, so that is the something I've noticed since I've moved to LA. Is like you have such polar opposites. Like some people are so sweet. And like I think it just might be the location of the store. Um, a lot of people who are very busy all the time. Well, you we also like, especially your coffee shop, like you have a lot of very wealthy people coming through. So you you really have the split of like rich entitled people and then ri rich humble people. Yes. And that is just like that is what's going on there. Yeah. And I think we even talked about it earlier. Just like famous people used to come in. Which is cool. And some of them are like sweethearts and so nice and kind and then some are like stereotypical. Yeah. Blech. <laughs> uh, Josh, what type of jobs are you trying to get? Well, I've been trying to do, um, went to school for music production. So I've been trying to do studio stuff, but pandemic. So um, studio studios aren't running at full capacity. So that's a large issue on that front. Most studios that I've applied to have not written me back. So that's uh, it's great. So um, prior, I've worked at Target, CVS retail stores it's great i i thrive in retail dude apparel i'm great at apparel i sling those shirts sling those sneakers really good at it so i could i could go back to that for a second until uh, the world is in a better place you but. should become like a hype beast like <laughs> go, go work at like that go work at that thrift shop i'd be sick there yeah i really like apparel shop. stores actually just because it's ac really nice Calming. You could kind of, uh, uh, at least at that thrift store, you could like wear what you want. You yeah, know? it's great. So, it's really chill most of the time. You just had to look hip. Most of the time, people uh, who are buying things don't really have like too big of an attitude because they're just there to like try right. stuff. Shopping like, is supposed to be like a pleasant yeah. experience. Like, yeah. You know. Most of the time, there's not really a Coffee's like, I haven't had my coffee yet. It's the morning. I need it now <laughs> and I need to get going. Or just, yeah. or just food in general. Yeah. Food in general can be like really high stress because 
especially if you're working in a kitchen, it's like you need people really close to each other, and it's just this, yeah. So uh, things are problems all the time. Apparently, you don't really have the, those problems. Sometimes, like, oh, no, the shirt isn't on our system. Uh, it looks or, like it's $15. Here you go. Like, it's not that difficult. So those Wrong are really size. I'll get you another one. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just waiting until the end of the month, and then we'll figure it out. Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I had to kind of rush. But, yeah, I, I feel like like food and, like, industry or like service industry work in general is just so exhausting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Amin and I have this <laughs> conversation like regularly about how like baristaing is just like it's it's fun in a way, but it's also the worst job in the world. Like it can that's so customer based, I think yeah. personally. Um so pretty much if you work in the service industry, we appreciate you. We yeah. love you. Big yeah. time. Yeah. Done it for 6 years. Big time. I'll probably do it for maybe one more, and then I'm going to probably just, like, quit and, you know. A year from now, I hope to fully be making money from the band. That would be ideal. Yeah. A year, That would be the bee's knees. Um, You know, not opposed to keep going, because that's what what life requires sometimes. But um, because we work in this industry, I get super tired, wake up at, like, 5... 15 5 30 every morning um on my feet for eight hours mason has a whole folder on his phone of me just asleep in like the the weirdest positions he likes to take a nap after work yeah curls up in a little ball yeah it doesn't even matter like even if i'm not that tired or i think i'm not that tired if i sit down after work game over it's like lights out i also am so just like Oh, I'm in such a bad mood most days after I get off work. We think it's really cute. I don't. Okay. <laughs> I don't think it's cute. I wake up feeling like, I wish I could describe this in words. I wake up feeling foggy for sure. Just like, what happened? That's a nap trait. Yeah. Naps are the worst. <laughs> I think your main issue is your, you need to go to bed earlier. It's not just that, that. That's like technically like so if you're waking up at five, you shouldn't go to bed at like one. Yeah, that doesn't really make sense because then what's going to happen is you you need more sleep during the day to make up for your lack of sleep at night. It's not just that. It's also the sheer amount of caffeine that I intake on a daily basis. It is yeah. gross. I probably have like six to eight shots of espresso every day on like the days that I work and the days I don't work. I just, it's a very normal. And, and you have to take like, if, if your, your shop is anything like what I was doing, like you have to take two or three minimum just to dial in your espresso anyways. Yes. yes. So you're getting That's jacked it. up just to start working, you know, like <laughs> it's just a given. <laughs> Dude, I used to explain to people like what, at the place I worked at in Boston, cause I used to open and there was only one barista. I would just, like, I told them, I was like, yeah, I didn't have my morning espresso. Like, I haven't dialed in yet, so I'm, like, quiet. Like, I'll just sit there quietly as I'm, like, working. But once I, like, dial in my espresso, I'm like, who wants a coffee? Like, finger guns toward everyone. Like, you want something? You want something? Like, getting my manager, I'm like, I'm making your drink. And then, like, four hours later, like, the caffeine, like, crashes, and you're just like, I hate my life. 
I hate my job. I'm not making the go. customers anything. I want to go home. <laughs> and it's such like a, a drastic shift. Caffeine is wonderful. What if you just drank more? So I was having this conversation with a coworker. Caffeine is great until a certain point. And then once you cross that threshold, it's just anxiety. Yeah. It's like, oh, I feel good. I feel good. One cup too many, the whole day's ruined. Um, you're just like, mm-hmm. I don't feel good. Like my heart's just pounding. Yeah, I I really enjoy Red Bulls. I haven't had one in a little bit because I have not really required a lot of energy. But um back when I was drinking a lot of Red Bulls, it was always like I could drink one Red Bull like in the beginning, middle of the day, and that'd get me like that's a good day. But then like we'll be driving home from the studio and I'm like kinda tired. I should probably drink one to make it back. And I drink one and I'm just shaking the whole ride home just like are we there yet like that's some yeah. scary stuff i like to tell people i'm a i'm a legal drug dealer because that, yep. that's all I caffeine say is. that too it's all caffeine is it's like kind of hilarious how like addicting it is i Straight i up. i'm sure people who like know us or listen to us or whatever have the same issue where if they don't drink coffee they get migraines because i get that yep me too it's bad. It's brutal. I don't drink coffee. Wow. Well, I have like an award. Grow up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the taste. <laughs> All right. So check this out. Okay. So we moved to LA, right? We're in this new place. And we're we're a band. As you all know. Yeah. So do you got have you found this move more inspiring and that like you're able to put out more music and like you're able to write, or has it been more difficult than being in Boston? Um, what do you think? I feel the same, to be honest, but I feel like, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm also having different ideas that, than I was, but that's just like, I think that's granted. That's like just growth, but, um, I'm having different like ideas than I was two, three months ago when we were more like writing, writing, um, that are weirder and just like out of out of nowhere. So I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Probably not. Maybe it's just the same. But it's definitely a different like thought process on things. I've wanted to write more, but Josh got this new desk and I'm so scared to touch it <laughs> that I I'm like I I'm not going anywhere comfy near that. It's comfy. It comfy and it looks great and I know that if I touch a single thing, that thing is going to blow up it's just a piece of furniture my friend it's more what's you know the computer and stuff like um so initially i think when we moved here i was so worried about just being in a place where all of a sudden you are a very small fit fit a very small fish in a very large pond because everyone here is in the industry of some sort like the entertainment industry um that i felt like almost a bit belittled just because i again like i had to go work my service industry job and like didn't get to write because we didn't have a studio we didn't have anything set up um so i dropped some money on some like recording like software stuff where i could just like write because i was like i feel super like uninspired because i'm like upset but like I feel like that 
energy can be shifted to something that's healthy. So I was using that to like work on tracks, which I would en- end up like, they're not even like necessarily handmade house tracks. I don't know if they will be, they might be, but like, you know, you got one that I was like, this is like a hip hop track. Like throw some guitar on it. Maybe we can make it HMH, but like right now it's not. Um, and anything that was HMH, I was like, let's make this HMH. Um, I'd say the first two, three weeks here were brutal because I, I felt like I was like in this position where I was like, I'm, I want to be like an artist. Like I want to be like, I want to be that, but I'm not here because everyone is. And then I talked to someone at work and I was comparing myself. I was like, yeah, it just sucks because like I want to be in like that position. He's like, dude, you're, no, you don't. Like you don't want to be that person. You want to be your own artist in your own position, doing your own thing, because that's what would make you successful at the end of the day. Like, you're not going to get rich off of, like, doing something else, like, doing exactly what someone else is doing. And I was like, yeah, you're actually right. And, like, you wouldn't be happy doing that. And I'm like, you're right. Um, so initially, I was super uninspired, because I was just like, I, like, I don't feel, like, right here yet. Again, I think that was a lot to just do, like, to do with the stuff that we talked about last week, just about being, like, new place, pandemic, like, uh, forest fires, all this stuff happening. I had to start work, like, right off the bat, like, didn't have time to adjust, immediately jumping in, didn't have a studio, couldn't be creative, um, you know, house still under construction, like, all of this stuff just felt, like, very, like, I don't know, hard. I, it was hard for me to adjust, I think. I don't think I ever got that, like, small fish in a big pond moment, like, when we moved here. Because, like, I mean, like, it could just be because, like, I'm not seeing anyone do any of that, you know, because everything is shut down. Like, I, like, I know everyone's here, but I feel like, at least myself, I've, instead of, like, just now comparing ourselves, like, the band to everything that's going around, I feel like, I've always kind of compared us to like top of the top, not saying like we are the same level, but like I was saying in relation to the the best of the best, where are we? Mm-hmm. And that is, I feel at times really just like a just stab in the gut because cause it's like, wow, we are not shit. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that it affect me when, affected me when we moved here. Cause like it's we're we're in the same game, you know, like especially with like internet and how music is right now, it's like there's no difference from us being there to being here, other than just like, you know, location. Yeah, literally. If we were playing shows, I think I might feel it, you know, but because everything is online, it's like we're in the exact same place. Yep. It is the exact same thing. We it's just, um. The only difference is it's like in front of you now in like a weird way where it's like the entire industry is here and it's every artist is somehow related to this town that it's it feels so. I think what's daunting is you're seeing the success of all of that around you more than anything. Like you're seeing like fancy cars, you're seeing huge houses and yeah half of the people i'm assuming are 
you know, somehow successing from the music industry. First week here, I was in a CVS and I was buying like, I don't know, body wash. And I was like, oh man, I'm spending money already. Like this sucks. And as I'm at checkout, this one woman walks up and pulls out a band of cash. Like, first off, isn't even wearing a mask. Like, doesn't give a fuck about what's going on. Pulls out a band of cash, drops a couple 20s on the counter for her, like, products, and then just walks out. Doesn't even get her change. And I'm like, wow, like, I just spent $7, and I was like, shit. (laughs) And I have extra change, please? Yeah, I was like, can I have her change? (laughs) Uh, No, but, like... Yeah, like you just you I think I compare myself a lot to the success that we see around us. Mm-hmm. And that's so toxic to do. Um but it has to be like slightly motivating in a way, you know. It's slightly motivating cuz I think that's what made me be like, okay, I'm going to make a track every single day. It, it might it, be awful. It really is how you take it. It's either like, man, I'm never going to, you know, hit that and then or it's I got to I got to get there, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not e- again I feel like we've talked about this before. Like, it's not about being rich off of music. It's about being able to sustain myself from music. Yeah. And also just, like, being a successful musician, it it comes with money just because of the industry. Yeah, or, you know? or like, fame. Yeah. I feel like yeah, you, yeah, yeah. fame is a better word because, like, it's not always just money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, if I'm able to sustain myself, then I'm happy. I just don't want to work a day job anymore i've done it i'm gonna keep doing it but i don't want to do it anymore yeah that was a deep question that was a good one and what was even the original he was just saying like have you found he was saying have you found it like inspiring or uninspiring oh yeah, yeah what about you um it's kind of weird because there was so much build up to this yeah and it's like you suddenly just have this like high expectation of just like oh like something's gonna happen because we're gonna go to this place and we've been talking about it for so long and then like you get here and it's just like real life just like punching (laughs) you in the face over and over again and it's just like fuck you nope you're the same person you were in boston and nothing's changed so not to say we were bad people at all i think you know we were doing pretty well honestly um it it's kind of freaky in one way because you have to just restart like yes. like mm-hmm. you know some of us have friends here and that's all great but like because of covid you can't play shows and so yeah. that was like i feel like one of our things that we had in our back pocket that we're like we were still a band that could play live and can hang yeah and that was like a big selling point kind of our live shows by the time covid had shut everything down were better than they'd ever been yeah. And we I were think on a high, man. We were on great. such a high. We, we, were, were, we were gearing up to play some big shows and we were ready. Dude. You don't even have to say it. We were gearing up to play Govball. So, like, the biggest show we've ever played. And we were rehearsing two, three times a week, really getting our stuff just like nailed down, all of our transitions, our music. Like, everything was so smooth. And our live shows were so energetic. And, like, we played a couple in a row where we were like, we're there. Like, we're ready. And then everything got shut down. Like, I remember, we played a show the day everything got shut yeah. down. And that was it. That, that concert was the last concert I've been to or will go to for a long time. 
for a while. That was like absolutely crazy. I remember like thinking about it too because it was like slightly in the news that yeah. like you know COVID. It was, was like after the show, I was kind of like pulling up my shirt. And I was like, Maybe yeah, I, remember, I should like, worry th- about I remember this. Thinking about it, and there's like what like two hundred people in the room. Yeah, it was just like so it was packed, and it was like the day that. Yeah. Like, I remember we were sitting at the merch booth, and I, I'm like looking at the crowd. Uh, they're watching another band, and this girl just goes. <laughs> and just coughs into the open. I go, uh, uh-uh, uh, that's it. We're we're screwed. <laughs> yeah, that was the last show that we played because like we were on the bill. It was already happening. Like as we were like gearing up to play, that was when everything was shutting down. And we're yeah. like, oh, like should we be playing the show? To be fair, we had a show the next day. Canceled it. We did cancel the next show because we were like, nah, we we can't be doing this. Like this isn't okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, dude, that was tough. Anyway, keep going. All right. So, pretty much, it, it was kind of weird because, like I said, there's so much expe- expectation, but then you come in and then nothing's happening. It's super dead, and it's kind of weird. I felt kind of unmotiv- unmotivated in some way because there was nothing to kind of shoot for. There was nothing on the horizon. It was just, like, empty, just a bare desert. And so, <laughs> taking that in mind... um in some ways it was less stressful because I felt like I had no responsibility. Like I could just sit in my room and just like make music and it didn't matter. And so in that way, it's kind of like freeing. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like two different sides that, you know, I was kind of um, dealing with, but I think we're on a roll now. I feel like we're kind of finding our groove again. Um, I'm feeling like really like, uh, wanting to like do something all the time where like I don't have that like weird weight on me where I'm like 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 I feel like some people have had that kind of with COVID and everything they're like you know it's okay to like stay in your room and like not want to do anything doctor's but, orders but like I don't really have that right now I feel like really passionate and like wanting to get stuff done and so I want to go rehearse so bad yeah by the I'm way, so we're, excited that we're, we're getting that. a rehearsal space next month, and that's like really exciting for us as a band because because of COVID and the pandemic and everything, it's uh, we haven't been able to really truly rehearse for months, months on months on months. I have a video from the last time we rehearsed, and I think it was three months ago. Yeah, damn. And then other than that, it was five, six, probably. Yeah, before that, it was like yeah. five or six months ago. We got lucky Crazy. and got to use the School of Rock space for once. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We did do that. Yeah. <laughs> that was like the best day I had had during COVID. Yeah. Um, just because I was like, wow. Like, because for me, like doing that kind of stuff is so releasing of just like pent up like anxiety and just like all of that. And especially now, like especially during COVID because I don't have that kind of like performance thing like performances were like it for me um but josh and i like even recorded vocals the other day and i remember just like standing up and got getting to sing for the first time in like months first off absolutely blew my voice out like in like five minutes it'll do it to you um just because i hadn't like sung like seriously in so long um but afterwards i felt so good i was like wow like we need to get back into it because i feel so good but as josh was saying about just getting into a groove i think he's right um the other day i wrote like two or three songs for like some tracks that we were working on and i was like wow like we're back at it yeah let's go because i i had sent i 
for people who you know like actively follow us i feel like it's funny because like all just to let them know, I actively, I think like once every couple months, we'll send a text to a group, be like, come on, guys, we got to get back on our bullshit. Like, we got to hop back on. Like, because we'll like slow down a little bit just because of, I mean, it's just because of COVID. Really. Yeah. It's not like there's anything that's like uninspiring or anything. It's just no. that it's so hard to do. It's, it's like a mindset thing where like, imagine in any job, if you don't have like a goal that's right in front of you that you can try to reach out and grab it's very difficult to just uh muster up the energy to to go get it and so with covid and you know being a musician is being able to play your music for people with that gone it's like hard to get that like energy you know very nice yeah it's hard to get that energy but not only that i feel like a lot of it has to do with just like Sure, it's the energy of trying to like muster up like, oh, okay, like I'm going to write. But now that's everything. Writing has become every single bit of being a musician because you're not playing live shows. Like you will get absolutely demolished if you play live shows. And you should, like you should not be playing live shows right now unless like they are fully following CDC guidelines. I think that's the only way. Which is hard to do. Even the chain smokers try to... We know what happened to them. Well, yeah. So I don't know the like the completely full story, and I'm not gonna try and like say it word for it. But like supposedly people were supposed to stay in their cars, yeah. and everyone and got didn't. out and just started partying. Yeah. So like, and then everyone hated the chain smokers for that, and like apparently, I don't know. Apparently, apparently it was like some sort of like contract fulfillment that they had made prior to COVID that they had to right. fulfill on them. But if everyone had stayed in their cars. Yeah, it wouldn't really have been their fault, mm-hmm. right? If everyone stayed socially distanced in a way that like would stop the spread of you yeah. know a pandemic, then it should have been okay. But the issue is, it's so hard to do that. Like, yeah, and then it's like this whole thing where you know you have to, as the local government, you have to hold the artists accountable for right. the guests, even though sort of like they should just be able to put on a show and give the requirements and then if people don't do i don't know it's just this whole big thing but yeah exactly like you wouldn't think it would have been their fault but like at the same time it kind of is which sucks but that being said indoor venues not doesn't matter (laughs) like you 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 it's not gonna happen outdoor venues are are one hope for the next like year maybe i think i think 2022 yeah I Summer 2022, 2022. <laughs> we'll come back. I think 2021 is going to be when like a vaccine actually probably comes out. Yeah, 2021, yeah. like tours are already booked. It's up in there if they're actually going to happen. That's yeah. so scary. Maybe they'll have like weird 30% hybrid events, but I don't know that we'll be all the way back for sure. We'll Why see. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. I'll, Fingers I'm crossed. hoping for it. Yeah, me too. Me too, dude. I would love to get back on stage. What I live for. That and writing. They're both just good. They're both releasing. They're they're both kind of connected in some ways because you, you write so you can play that music on stage. There's like yes. this whole like fifty percent of the equation that we're just like we've erased. Yeah. And it's just like So part of me like when I'm writing, I'm like, oh, like what's the point? Which sucks because that should be the last thing you think of. It's like, oh, what's the point? But ne- because that is 
every point right now. Like you have to write because the only thing we can do as musicians is release music right now. But yeah. And podcast. And podcast. What up? Um, but no, that's like it. You can, re- everything's online. So you can do like an online concert, but like, I'm going to be honest. I just don't like them. I don't like online concerts as much. As much. I, I kind of mess with what, uh, whatever Josh has been working on the last, whatever you've been mixing. Those they're are like kind of dope. Almost music videos. Yeah, yeah, they're cool. They're like, um, you sort of do a live session, but you're able to bring in like, kind of like, whatever set you want basically and do it in that setting and then you get a videographer that's really cool maybe use like different like settings and props and different things like that basically somewhere in between a music video and a live show but it's live yeah so you can just go all out it's cool but you know it's obviously you're not getting the the human interaction part which is half yeah Wait, can I get real deep for a second? Go for it. Okay. We know you're going to anyway. Yeah. So I was having this conversation with someone recently about like, oh, it's going to bring in like religion, low key. Um, but like, about to say. We're here. We're here. <laughs> so, so someone was saying that like they like church because they like the feeling during like worship and like that's when they feel like most like comfortable. And like, I was like, hey, I feel like what you're feeling is like human connection. Like everyone's in one place for the same reason, feeling the same things. And I was like, have you ever felt that way when you go to a concert? And they were like, yeah, absolutely. And I was like, I think that's what you're feeling is like, I feel like the thing that brings us closer to like a higher power or like one person or like unity or whatever it is that you believe in. Cause at the end of the day, I think that all religions are pretty, pretty damn similar. Um, is that like we feel that energy of being connected and like to a higher power as like everyone in the room for the same reason, wanting the same thing. And for me, what were we just talking about? We were talking about human connection. Concerts, yeah, exactly. Versus, live shows. Yeah. Yeah. And live shows. So like, sorry, I was like, wait, how was I turning it back around? I was like, for me, so religion. that's, yeah, I was like, so like, the whole idea of like church and like worship versus like concerts and going to a concert and everyone being in the same room for the same reason. That's what makes concerts so wild for me because like imagine when you're on stage and we're saying like, just for example, either envy or like, that's not love a song where we get everyone like jumping or like everyone knows the words to something or like through you, right. Where everyone's there and they know what they're about to say, but like, that's not love. For example, just because it's so intense, like, First line, downbeat of the chorus, everyone's screaming like, every time you call, you get me fucked up. Like everyone's been in a relationship or like- Everyone loves expletives. Expletives. Expletives are great. great. And if it's on the downbeat of a chorus, like <laughs> it feels so releasing. Like you're like, yeah. And now imagine everyone around you feels that way. There's something so powerful about that. Like, just being like, yeah, we all have felt this way before. Like, we're all going to scream this. Or, like, during Envy, when we're like, everyone jump. Like, everyone feel good. And everyone in the room is room is jumping. Like, I feel like that is what's missing for me from concerts and, like, that feeling. Because I agree. Like, that music video live performance thing that everyone's been doing online is really cool. But, like, you don't get that feeling. I also imagine just, like, since you since you are writing the lyrics like when you when you are at a show and you see you can actually see people like relating yeah to the things you're saying it's like it's, that feels good yeah it does 
it does feel good, but it's also just the energy. Like, yeah. even if they didn't know the words and they were just like jumping up and down. When we played at Ontane, which was the yeah. wildest show I think we've ever played. They closed down. Oh. No. Yeah. Oh, that's Probably so health sad. code. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That's so sad. So we played at this very small bar. Like, we showed up and we were like, how are like, we going to play here? Not even a stage. It was just like an area. We played in a corner. Yeah. Um, which is funny because the next day we played at Blue Hills Pavilion, which is now Rockland Trust. Um, Get your bank. Was that literally the next day? The next That's day. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So like you went, we went from we played the s- smallest venue we've ever played to the largest venue we've ever played. Yeah. And but that <laughs> night that we played at that bar, which was the smallest venue we've ever played, I remember. It was like, okay, our set started off. People were vibing with us. They were having a good time. We started playing That's Not Love, and a crowd of people showed up. And I remember just, like, singing that song, and no one knew the words, but by the end of the song, they were screaming it. it. They were like, yeah, like, like, I've been in that situation. Yeah, I think the funniest thing about that show is how, like, nonchalantly we went to that. We're like, we don't care. (laughs) Like, let's just go have fun. We all, oh, you're getting a call. Start that back up. All right. Um, yeah, we we didn't really like we just wanted to have fun at this show. We all wore maroon. Oh. We I everyone oh wore God. maroon everything. We coordinated outfits. We were like, okay, <laughs> yeah, everyone, it's just for fun, but actually wear it. Yeah, wear, I had wear like a maroon shirt. jacket and like wear everything else black. Tucker was wearing like maroon pants. Yeah, and, I think I was wearing like this outfit, but like with more maroon. T-shirt. Everyone was wearing maroon. It was, it was the great. weirdest thing. It was so funny. I think that's why we we're like, oh, it's chill. Let's match. Yeah. Like it's so funny. <laughs> I don't know why we do that all the time too. We'll just come out of each other's like a room. I'll be wearing green pants and a black shirt. I look at Josh. He's wearing green pants and a black shirt. Tucker it's goes, weird. hold on. And he comes down, <laughs> green pants and a black shirt. And I'm like, all right, let's, let's hit the, start let's, the day. Yeah, let's hit CVS. <laughs> <laughs> or like it'll be like reverse where our, like you both will be in like green pants and a black shirt, yeah, and I'll come out in like a green, green shirt, shirt and black, black pants. pants, and I'll be like, hmm. This is the day. Let's start the day. We have a weird thing about it too. We like go out on the town and we like go to CVS, right? Yeah. And we're just like, you think they're any, you think they're gonna notice? <laughs> Do you guys remember the time that we walked from our house in Boston to CVS past that huge line by? Uh, oh, when we were all in our matching put. Pajamas. Matching pajamas. Matching pajama, uh, pajamas. Oh dog pajamas. And everyone Christmas, looked at us. Christmas and they dog were like, pajamas. What are those people doing? And Because they're out in like uh, club clothing. So yeah. like two they're tops dressed and short shorts. To the, nines. Or like the dudes are in like their pastel shorts and um, like <laughs> polos. You know, polos. Vineyard vines. <laughs> yeah. Up. And we're fully in long sleeve pants and, and, and long sleeve shirts. It's got the shirt too. Yeah. It's the full the, suit. The full matching suit. Of uh, pajamas. Bright red. Bright red. All That's three right. of us. Walking down the street past hundreds of people. I think I was wearing like a headband, like a like a bandana too. I was just like... We just wanted Arnold Palmer's and ice cream. That is exactly how we live what our life. What a simple time. Yeah. Wow. Can we get that back? <laughs> yeah, that was a good time. What were we talking about before that? I don't, I don't even remember. remember. Uh, don't shows. Know. It was live shows. Live yeah. shows. Yeah. Now we're talking about pajamas. I think I went from like religion to, to pajamas. Like that's, that. a good, that's a good arc. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I just, I do miss shows. I miss, I miss being in front of people and being to like being able to relate to people and meet people. 
And like now that interaction has been dwindled down to Instagram DMs and like comments. And doesn't feel the same. It's not the same. Because after you put on a on a show and having someone come up to you being like, that was the best show I've ever been to. Like, I love your music. I actually hadn't heard it before. This is the first time. I'm going to check you guys out on Spotify as soon as I leave. Like, something about that compared to be like, I like this song. Like, obviously, they're both great. It's just harder to get that feeling through, like, a comment. Yeah. Unlike There's also, it's also, like, when you do see it in person, it's almost like, I don't know if this is just, like, the, the fucking, sorry, the pessimist in me, but, like, when someone's, like, like, you put out a new song, right? And someone's, like, hey, man, love the new song. I just go, you're lying. <laughs> yeah. Me, too. All the time, I'm, like, they don't even like it. You could say the same thing about live shows, though. Yes. Especially, well, like, yeah. in the Berkeley bubble. Oh, 100% bands, in the Berkeley bubble. But Bands supporting bands has been always a thing where, like, anytime someone in a different band's, like, oh, dude, nice set. Yeah. I hate that line because. And then it's, and it's nice set. Can I borrow your amp? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the meme, right? Is right? like, oh, dude, yeah. nice set. But, like, so then I always feel bad because when I actually love someone's set and I'm like, dude, I love you guys on stage. I have to think of something else to say other than being like, I loved your guys' sets. I have you to be like, get, like, really passionate. I have, be, <laughs> I have to be so specific. I'd be yeah. like, dude, this song, you guys sound incredible. Your voice is amazing. Your guitarist is unreal. And your bass player has the best fingers I've ever heard. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's what I have to do yeah. now. Yeah. Where, whereas, like, I can't be like, I love all of your music always. Like, because... There are people where we would go see them like, here, I'll just name a few. Loved Roy Juno's. Roy Juno, Juno was some of the, like one of the best bands I've ever seen live in like our scene. Incredible. Sounds and Scenarios, I love Tyler Chase. So that much energy. Dude has more energy than I've ever seen ever. Um, who else have we played with? Those are like the main bands we used to play with. 90s like, kids. 90, oh I my love God. 90s kids. 90s kids are probably my favorite like one of my favorite bands we've ever played Definitely. with. So not only are they incredible musicians, but we talk for, with them for like hours after our show. Yeah. Just about like random Super stuff. Super nice guys. And like I would ask, because like they have a full lighting rig, and I was like, hey man, like how do you guys do that? Because I want to do that with our shows. And he just fully like gave me the whole explanation. Dude, the whole run like He's like, if you ever need help, let me know. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah, dude, I love this stuff. I'm like, Wow. Yeah, I when we when we got on that show, I, I remember seeing that like the the name '90s Kids, and I was like, why does that sound so familiar? And they played their first song. I was like, oh, I love this song. I know this song. It was super cool. Like, I was glad that they were cool people. Too, yeah, you know? yeah. There's nothing better than that. Yeah, you always worry about that kind of stuff. Ah, what are their jerks? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think that stigma is like so ingrained in like the industry of just being like oh like i'm gonna meet this like very well-known band or a super streamed band like i know some of their songs like hopefully they aren't mean that's your like initial thought and i think that needs to go away mm -hmm. i've never met a band that's actually like mean mean yeah. for the most part i think of a few you know, yeah <laughs> i was like I, I said that and i was Out like i mean i was like i was thinking and i was like well Actually, I have met a couple, yeah. but it's not even worth getting into. Like, I don't want to hurt them or it's, hurt it's their careers. It's just a stigma you don't you you don't want to hate someone that you love their work. Yeah, it's just yeah. that's so scary. It's kind of like that. Like, don't meet your heroes thing. Yeah, 
Yeah. It ruins it. Yeah. It does. It absolutely does. But I feel like for the most part, any band or artist that I've ever like met is so nice. Yeah. J- majority. Yeah. You know? You would say, I'd say like 95%. Yeah. And then there's that 5% that thinks they're way better than they actually are. It's mo- or, most of the time it's ego, pride. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. And sometimes they're not even like big artists. Mm-hmm. And that's where you're like, dude, like we're on the same bill and you're going to treat me like that? Like that's so shitty. I'm still going to be nice to you. <laughs> I've, I've, I've heard that about like, um, you know, I, I'm not going to say I agree with this. I do like their music and I've never met them. But I've like heard that about like group love, that they're just like way too over the top. Um, just like think they're insane and massive and the best yeah. band. Mm-hmm. And they're just like kind of dicks about it. I, I don't know if I believe that. I'm just saying that's what I've heard. Yeah. But yeah. There's a lot of situations. It's like not that. just like that band. Like yeah. there have been multiple bands where I've heard weird things yeah. about where they're like, oh, Probably. they were the worst band I've ever hung out but with. But I feel like it could have also been like you met them one time and they're like something happened and they're super, t- super tired and they just boom. Mm-hmm. Or like there's even people where they're like, like if you like if you go up to like an like an artist or someone famous and they're having dinner and like you go up to them. And you're like, hey, man, can I get a picture real quick? And they're like, yeah, one second. Like, I'm having dinner with my family. And then that, like, their person's my... just like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like, they're like, hey, like, I'm having dinner with, like, my wife or, like, yeah. my girlfriend or, like, you know, my best friend. We haven't seen each other in years. Like, yeah. and you are like, oh, man, screw you. You're not you even think cool. you're too big for me? <laughs> yeah, like, no, dude. Like, they're a human being and they're trying to enjoy a dinner with their family. Like, yeah. at the end of the day, like, that's what it is. Um. That's a that's a really weird thing too because um I've heard like multiple people talk about that moment and like what like what that is for a fan. Like there's there's multiple people who um are known for giving a great first experience and because they think of it as that's the thing you get to walk away with and you know that that's a cool experience that you're going to tell a million friends. So like there's people like like Jack Black is a really common one that people talk about that he I always that. he always gives like a really great like one liner or something that they can kind of take home and that's something that he like puts into his daily day like his his daily like things like when he meets a fan or something and then there's like the other school of thought where you're like you know these are people and it's going to be difficult for them to be on all the time for every single person um but just generally, like, things like that, like, with group love or whoever it is, most of the time it's just gossip because they're on a high right yeah. now, and that that makes for a really great story that's going to yeah, be passed exactly, around yeah. to 100 people. Yeah. So it's kind of like... It got to me. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. But that's the thing is I think it's important to be nice at the end of the day, just, like, if you are a famous individual, just being like, hey, like, hey, I'm just having dinner with my family, like... Yeah. Can you give me like a couple? I don't think minutes? there's any excuse or circumstance for like being a jerk. Yeah. yeah, and like if if someone said like, "Hey, man, like, yeah, can you just give me a couple minutes? Like, I'm finishing up dinner with my family." I'd be like, "Yeah, dude, no worries. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so sorry for intruding." I don't think that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I would not feel offended. I'd be like, "Hey, I'm so sorry. Like, yeah. totally understand. Like, you let me know, or like if you guys are busy, totally understand." Also, I'm not the kind of person to go up to people for a photo, though, in the first place. I'm way too scared to do any of it. So, like, <laughs> well, it's not even that I'm scared. It's just, like, 
I feel like if I was in that position and I was with like, you know, my significant other or my family or whatever, I would want people to at least give the thought of being like, hey, I'm going to like at least let them finish this meal or like it looks like they're in the middle of a conversation. Let me not interrupt them. I would hope that people would like give me that time of day. But at the same time, like if someone comes up to me in the middle of a meal or whatever, I'm going to be like, yeah, absolutely. Take a picture, say hi, whatever. Hop back in my meal. It's it's also a weird thing too because back in the day, uh, it wasn't all about selfies. Like it, signatures. Yeah, it was. It was signatures. It was having like a real conversation with someone that you saw on TV. Yeah. It was, you know, it, so like now it's kind of like this kind of clout chasing thing where people just want a picture so they can post it on Instagram and just say they saw and it. say that they they met that person in a superficial way. Really. Yeah. Really. But like back in the day, you would you would go and you would talk to someone and have a conversation about something. But is that back in the day there was also the problem of like people would ask for your signature mm-hmm. and then they'd sell it yes so is that worse than just somebody posting a picture on instagram because that's the in the other scenario people are trying to like benefit for themselves for themselves the versus a monetary so, game yeah. yeah you can still do that now yeah you still can you can still do that but it's like you know yeah i don't know man weird I think that, that the way thing. famous people are viewed is really messed up. I think that people view them as these like strange icons and not as just like other human beings. Like it's it's not even like they don't picture them like living a normal life, like waking up in the morning like you and I do, having to drink their coffee so they don't get cranky. And also like, you know, they get upset just like we do. And it's, like when they do, it's all of a sudden televised. It's and partially, that's tough. It's partially the medium that we put celebrities in like if we're just talking about like recording artists or movie stars or whatever yeah. it's partially that we are editing them and trying to make them kind of superhuman like yeah. we are by the nature of editing uh making sure that like they're dressed amazingly they're in full makeup they're in like we are making them above human and then so now when you put those people on a pedestal it's almost it's almost like they turn into like like Disney icons like when you're going to Disneyland and you want to take a picture with Mickey Mouse. <laughs> that that's awful, but it's just like yeah, it's inhuman. It's, it's crazy. I think that's why like when we talk about like how we want to be like present ourselves, I'm like, "Oh, I just want people to feel like they can actually come up to us and talk to us. I never want to feel like a like a figure." You know what I mean? Cuz then it affects our other like other facets of our life. Like when people do see us on the street, like it's not just like a oh, there's like Tucker from Handmade House or whatever. It it becomes like, oh my God. If like we're that icon. You just want someone to be able to go, Hey, what up, Tucker? You're yeah. Like, Sup, dude. What up, dude? And if they're like, Hey, I love your music, I'd be like, Thanks so much. Like it doesn't have to be this weird thing where they feel like they can't talk to me or like I'm any different than any other human being. Cause I experience emotions just like any other human being. And so do people who are actually famous. Like, we're not even there. But, it, you know, when we get there, because we, sure, 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 sure. we have Optimism. to, you know, you know, I have to put it, out into, the put it into the world yeah, yeah. just so I, you know, I'm able to live off of music. Please, God. 
Um, Let's say a prayer. <laughs> Amen. Um, like, I just don't want anyone to come up to me and be like, oh, my God, he was so rude for whatever reason. Yeah. Like, odds are I wasn't. I'm glad no one met me yesterday. I was so pissed off yesterday. <laughs> like, I have bad days just like any other person. Yeah. You guys want to take a break to look at these dogs? Oh, wow. There's oh, some huskies so walking cute. down the street. Nice. All right. Hey. Nice. 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 You guys want to move on to another? Yeah, let's move on to a different subject. You want to read some news, Tucker? Yeah, I had a couple articles that Ooh, I thought interesting. were interesting. We, yeah. Okay. Um, so, a new river monster was... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> uh, we're starting. Okay, cool. Okay. I had uh, other options to start off with, but no, I think we'll start off with start something with really interesting. I'm really um, into this. So, the Sorry, title... Before you start. Sorry. Yeah. I heard that um, you bought some Post Malone wine. I did. Is it next to you? No, but do you want some? All right, you go get some while I while oh I start my gosh. this story. My bad, my bad. I drank a lot. Actually, just bring it out here. Bring yeah. it out here, bud. I could use some more. So, I'll say it loudly. Loud and proud. Uh, there's a case for river monster, Spinosaurus, strengthened by new <laughs> fossil teeth. Wait, what? So, basically... New this, fossil teeth? Yeah, so they found more fossil teeth of this river monster that they are claiming is called Spinosaurus. And it looks exactly like the one from Jurassic World. So you know the thing that has like the sail on its back, but yeah, also yeah, yeah. kind of like a T-Rex? That's exactly what the graphic of this I think that's what it's like. called. I think it's called a Spinosaurus. Yes. So they are, there's a new case for it where basically they found more teeth and they believe it potentially could have been a real thing. It's huge. Did we not know this was a real thing? I thought that was a real dinosaur. A Spinosaurus? Yeah. I think Jurassic World um, is... Non-fictional? Is that the one? Jurassic, Jurassic World? World? No. Wait, that is, is that not one? very fictional. That is very fictional. Wait, wait. No, my question was like, is non-fictional the one that's fake? Fiction is fiction fake. Fiction is fake. <laughs> All right. <that's> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jurassic World actually. I'm, remember, uh, I'm sorry. Jurassic I had a full happened. red solo cup it's of, biographical. of wine. Um, no, but I think that's the case is that they saw this thing and they were like, don't pour me too much. You fill them up. Bud. Um... But, yeah, they were like, oh, there's a stronger case for it now that they found these teeth. Oh, that's cool. Okay. You know, when you started that, I thought there was a real-life river monster. I thought Loch Ness was back. No. Speaking Nessie. of, like, monsters, while we were at the zoo today, what was that bird that we saw? Oh, wait, which one? The crazy one. The big one or yeah, the, the one that was loud? One. No, the, the giant one. The cassowary? The cassowary. Those things. Crazy. Look, put up a picture. That's a cassowary. Okay, so those <laughs> birds... They're scary. ...remind me of... I don't know if other people have seen these. Look up an article of dinosaur with feathers. They, like, scientists believe that there was a, a dinosaur that had feathers. I'll find a picture of that. This is what I think that is. Um, <laughs> I hope I don't forget to put those in later. You won't. You <laughs> so won't. You won't. You won't. Um, but I was looking at those, and... I was like, wow, these are exactly like the dinosaurs that people used to think had feathers or the scientists believe had feathers. They look exactly like that. The fact that they even are on Earth right now is mind-blowing. They're so scary. The lady next to us at the zoo said that they were like the most dangerous bird. 
Yes, she did say that. She did say that. I don't know if that's actually true. I'll fact check it. Fact, fact check, check it. it. I'll fact check Snopes it. it. Um, Alligators and crocodiles literally done. Oh, we, we saw we the saw. biggest dude. Dude. I don't know what that is. Is that a crocodile? I forgot it what it was. some sort of crocodile. It was alligator. some type of lizard. But it was underwater, and it was... Um, it was underwater. And it was like 15 feet long. Yeah. No, it was actually probably like 12 to 15 feet long, actually. Like, it was crazy big. And it was so close. It's kind of scary how, like, these animals are so freaking huge and powerful. And like, what would you do... Like if if you were just in the in the jaws of one of the like an alligator or a crocodile, like yeah. would you just give up? Would you fight? Like what would you do? Would um, you punch it? Oh, that's a I shot. think I think you would naturally try to fight it off, but yeah, realistically, <laughs> realistically, you're just a rag doll at that point. You're not like like what Mason's saying. Like I'd just be in shock. Like I'd just be like, holy crap. <laughs> and it would just be that, just until I died. I, um, I don't know. I Same. also heard somewhere that, uh, I don't know if it was crocodile. I think it was alligators. Yeah. They're faster than you. They're like 14 miles. Isn't that insane? Those short little legs, and he's so big, they could outrun you. They could chase you down and kill you. They're really scary. The next they can't article. hear you. <laughs> <laughs> they can't hear you. The next article that I pulled up that I thought was really interesting. So I just, first off, I was 14, everyone. Fantastic. I have a widgets app that. What? What, what, that? what are you no, saying? No, 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 no I'm bringing up. this up. Um, <laughs> I have a news widget, and that's where I'm finding all these articles from. What does oh. what you being 14 have to do with this? iOS 14. Oh, oh, as I said, no. I was 14, no, everyone. I was 14. 14. That's what I was <laughs> iOS 14, okay. the new Apple update. Oh, it's so great. I, I love yeah, it. Yeah, Still so, haven't updated, by the way. You, you should. should. I really um, want to. I, I have all never of have these. enough percentage. Okay, anyway. I have all of these news articles that come up now on my main feed because I just have it set up that way because I'm interested in like science and all this stuff. So the next article was that there's a daring plan to save the Arctic ice with glass. Like Antarctica? Yes. Wait, how? How does that... The Arctic sea ice is the... Uh, so basically, they plan on trying to cool it off by throwing glass everywhere. Like broken glass? Um, <laughs> I don't know why I pictured like... I thought you were saying that they were going to replace the ice with glass. I don't think they were <laughs> So replacing. animals have so like So essentially, the idea is that like the ice itself... <laughs> walk on glass. <laughs> <laughs> The ice itself, right, helps keep the Arctic cool because it's like white and light color. Sure. Yeah. But when it melts, it turns into the the like dark blue water, mm-hmm. and that absorbs more heat, which, which speeds up. Heats the yeah. So right. wait, so the water isn't blue. It's like, so it's a like, okay. It's a it reflection of the sky, the... right? Yes. But because there is more of the water, it heats up faster. Because right. there's more okay. blue water, because okay. it is that color, like that's the color right. that it is. Yeah, okay. right. Does that make sense? It's Basically, it's darker. The more water there is, the more the faster it heats up. The less light can pass through it. Yeah. So it makes it darker, which makes more sun be attracted. So warmer water accelerates melting, which means yet more absorption of heat, which drives further melting. So what right. is glass gonna do? Yeah. How do? How is? Isn't glass, glass just a- invisible? 
Well, I like see through. Okay, so here's the proposition: scatter a thin layer of reflective glass powder over a parts reflective powder. Yes, yes. So powder. this would reflect light back, back off up. the ice. Nailed it. Great. Off of the off of the Arctic in an effort to protect it from the sun's rays and help ice grow back. Nice. Okay. Okay. So that's crazy. Right? That's a lot of glass. That's a lot of glass. That's a lot of glass. That's um, all of Antarctica. I actually don't know how that would fully work, but there's a picture of, of the powdered glass that you could throw up I'll onto throw the Can screen. Can I see it though? Yeah, it's it's super small. Oh wow, that's fun. It's like it's like sugar. Yeah. Like that's how powdered. Wow. Um, is that like safe? I'm assuming that's safe for like penguins and stuff. Dude, it's totally not safe. I have no, no idea. Way. No I way. don't think that they've like been able to test it. Obviously, I'm not totally sure. That's just me. This is your opinion. This is my opinion. I don't know if they've been able to test it. Um, but hopefully it's too small to actually hurt them. Yeah. Or for them to ingest and cause harm. I mean, it is glass. Yeah. <laughs> and what I... And, well, I was gonna say the snow's gonna cover it when it snows, but then it melts. Yeah, I think the point is that it stays. It, it stays. doesn't melt. It doesn't melt, so it will be a, there for years and years. Because yeah. I don't know what the the rate of like. I'm not a science guy. That's an interesting find, Tucker. Thank you, yeah, thank, thank you. you. All right, the next one That's is. One. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Tucker, very cool. very cool. Thank you, Tucker. Very cool. Mm-hmm. California is banning all sales of new gas-powered cars uh, in just twenty yeah. in fifteen years. Sorry, I'm 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 well. I think all so of all us, new all I new cars all new yes, cars all new cars. That's great. That's just forcing manufacturers to build electric cars yeah. faster. I don't you know I don't know what the the world's view on electric cars are. I actually don't even know what it means using electric cars are, but I know that Tucker, Josh, and I are very fond of electric vehicles. Yes, and their capabilities. I hope to have one one day. I would definitely like a Tesla. Yeah. Be nice. So I think that they're just better in general for the environment. There are certain things that I hope get better in terms of manufacturing them because I've heard that manufacturing them is where all the pollution comes from, like flying parts back Mm -hmm. and forth. But if we're able to manufacture them in a very like environmentally friendly way, all for no reason, all for it. There's no reason that we shouldn't be using them. Um, I actually saw this thing that Tesla was like improving the batteries all of their parts and like the batteries so it was like the same size battery just by changing like the way it outputs the power like yeah. makes it charge from 30 minutes to two minutes. two minutes it's crazy that's insane yeah they just bought a new company mm-hmm. yeah yeah it was a battery company that yeah was able to. i saw that on tiktok yeah so Very in cool. time it's going to be like the same amount of time as filling up gas Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's that ridiculous. Is, I mean, that's essentially the goal, though. Yeah. Is yep. because you have to give people who are so spent on buying a gas car the reason to switch over to electric. Yeah. I mean, like, hey, you will literally spend two minutes. Here's the thing: you're gonna I, spend less money on gas. They're gonna be faster. They're gonna. You're gonna. They're like at least LA that I know of is like making all of this like. Mm-hmm electric car only things like hov lanes and like the tunnel like yeah it's ridiculous so i mean that's the goal essentially but so that being said all of the new cars being sold will be electric but you can still buy used gas cars then yes so they'll they'll still allow the sale of gas cars but they will be used you can't make i I was gonna say like 
because now it's just it's making it a lot harder for people who need cars but can't afford it to like just get a car right so that is important um because obviously like new electric cars are like over 20 grand yeah yeah um basically what they're doing is they're giving incentives to companies like toyota honda uh, to make electric vehicles that are affordable so that they can have the same sales in multiple tiers mm-hmm. in large demographics. So they're giving that time and that window for them to start projects that can have multi-tiered electric vehicles for an entire product line. And but, used cars are still a thing. Used cars will still be a thing yep. for 10 to 20 you know, years afterwards. If your budget more, is or more. like 20000 use Get an electric. Yeah, get a used yeah. And by in 15, 20 years, used Teslas are going to be a thing. Yes, they're going to be. They will be. And it's the great. It's the it's the same thing as like the original like uh, Ford Motors like back in the day, like where you're having all these companies basically fight over each other, and so the uh, the technology is just going to skyrocket. Skyrocket. It's going to yep. like be incredible. Like the next five years are it's just because like everything's trying to beat out exactly. Else. Yep. And my last one on the same subject is that China suddenly pledges to become carbon neutral completely. And they have a 40-year plan. It's a little bit long of a plan, but also, like, that's huge. Yeah. Because I, okay, this is not a fact. I think that they're one of the highest emitting, like, carbon. uh, I think I heard that as well. Yeah, I believe so. But, again, fact countries. Countries. I said Amber continent. I, was about to I just said continent. Yeah, I was Countries. like China, <laughs> a country. Um, <laughs> China. I don't want to. China. Thank you for the, the one. Con- China, the continent. <laughs> <laughs> one day. Uh, no, but I think that's. Uh, what'd you say? I go one day. One day. Oh, one day. Oh God. Um, <laughs> no, but I think that's important. I hope that the U.S. pledges that. I hope that every country pledges that. And, you know, I think that's important because I want to have kids one day and I want them to be able to live a full life. Go outside. Yeah. I don't think that we should ever have to worry about air quality and all of that nonsense. So. we got to find uh, greener ways to go on tour. Yep. I'm, I'm actually fully about that. Tesla there's, yeah. trucks. There's companies that will um, help you fully use, like, reusable things and i i forget what company is called but i think i think it was like billy eilish that took oh yeah that was cool even her like uh oh i forget um yeah she was working with like, this company that uh you know even like the the tiers for her tickets and stuff were all like reusable they were also like um there was this whole wasn't there this whole thing where like you could um after you got your ticket you could like go and like plant something and you could like just bury it in your backyard. It was like this whole big thing that was like everything about the tour was I don't know for sure if it was Billie Eilish or not. But I remember whoever cuz we talked about it yeah, for a minute where it was I was like really cool. I want to be able to do that one day where we are so green that like we have all like next to zero emissions. Yeah. By the time we're done. I'm already trying to switch my toilet paper and paper towel. Brands, yeah. Did you guys know that uh, America, America alone kills ninety thousand trees a day for paper towels and toilet paper? That doesn't surprise dude, me, dude. Just get a bidet, dude. Yeah, or <laughs> literally just get a bidet. Yeah, LA's in a drought. Actually, I don't well, think it's in a drought right now, but it. I think I think. Don't waste okay. Just get a bidet. But yeah, 
to finish my thing, they use <laughs> they use bamboo because bamboo sure. grows so fast. Yeah, we have bamboo fast. up back. Grows, so like, grows, I think yeah. it's important that we all obviously are greener in the ways that we live our day to day lives. But at the end of the day, it's corporate companies that are causing more emissions than anyone else. Yes. So like, that's got to change. But like, while we can, we might as well do what we can. Right. Yeah. And so like, right. if we're touring, we should do that. We should, you know. Use green toilet paper, sure, or like paper towels or whatever. You know, days. Like, I think those small things do count at the end of the day if you have a majority of people using them. Straws. 100%. Yep. Cute. Reusable straws. So, on that note, <laughs> you're so stupid. <laughs> He's over here just being like, my pa- I bought paper towels. <laughs> He's just listing things. Wipe my butt with bamboo. <laughs> you see straws. I'm gonna point. use I'm trying reusable to straws. Trying to change the world. Compose here. my dog's poop. I'm gonna and poop in our compost pile from now day. on. I say every one thing. I'm Thirty say, minutes, Mason. Of this. You deserve every single. <laughs> 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 Boom. Let's go. Oh. All right. All right, boys. I think right. that's the end of this week. Yeah, Pretty nice. Good. Number Spot. two. Yeah. Number two. <laughs> All right. I mean, play us out. All right. Here you go, guys. Peace out. Have a great day. Have a great Be green. Be, be green. I like that. Be green. All Thanks, right, everyone. Bye. bye, guys.